Welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where no topic is taboo. Booze is on deck, and I keep it real, real interesting. Hey, 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 welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff. Hope everybody is doing well. I am uh, doing well. Got a beverage here. Hell, I'm always doing well with a drink. Cheers. A few inches later. Mm. Damn, I love bourbon. All right. It's one of my many weaknesses. Man, I hope you guys enjoyed watching uh, Tyler, not Hardy. Yeah, he's a cool kid. And he reminded me a lot of, of a lot of different things and really inspired this particular episode, I say. He beat just terrific adversity. His childhood, go watch the episode. I'm not going to tell you all the details, but very, very, very tough, tough upbringing. It's interesting because he's young. He's only 25. Now I go back to my time and things, oh, so different. Oh, so different. Back in my day, let's say you had Johnny Spasmo or whatever, your kids had some bad behavior. They didn't medicate your kid. They medicated you. Housewife fucking heroin, man. Mostly, you know, moms did their Valium and their whatever else and Xanax and and uh, everybody else just drank, I guess, really. That was kind of the big thing back in my time. You know, and we pretty much got to do whatever we wanted to do. Parents were not your shadow, not like today, right? In fact, quite the opposite, especially in the summer. You know, you got up, you left the house, you came home for meals. Really, that was the only time. You came home at night, tired because you've been gone the whole day. I started really soul searching and thinking, how far away from home did we really go? Is it as far as I thought it was? Perspective is different as a kid, right? And now as an adult, shit, we went two miles away. Damn near every day. Went off into the woods, went into these big, huge sewage things and uh, went off to swimming places. Oh, gosh, you name it, we did it just disappeared. We always showed back up. You know, I'm sure my parents were disappointed. It's like you walk in the house and you see somebody swallowing a pill. It's like, I guess they weren't really all that happy to see you. (laughs) Who knew? During the school year, not really a lot changed, quite frankly. You know, you did have to go to school five days a week. But when you got home, you ate, you took off, man, you came back in time to get your bath and go to bed, right? That's what you did. Your parents were fucking busy, you know, tipping one back. They weren't worried about it. In fact, they never came to the school except for a very special event, which I think there might be one or two in the whole year. Now there's, it's field day. It's feel good day. It's anti-bullying day. It's this day. It's that day, right? It's set up your locker day. (laughs) It fucking kills me. I still think about how the kids decorate lockers now. I'm like, you need carpet for your locker? What the fuck? We didn't even need a lock for our locker. Very, very different times, you know. Shit, bullies, honestly, pretty much non-existent. Because back in my day, if you did any level of bullying at all, you got your ass kicked. And sometimes more than once. It just wasn't tolerated. You know, I had a kid once, and I think I was about 10. I had a kid pick on me, and... My brother kind of caught the tail end of it and, you know, kicked his ass. And my dad did get called in, not over, you know, what you might think. You know, you're thinking, oh, they're going to, you know, chew out my dad, you know, and let him have it for how my brother behaved, blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. No, not not that at all. No, they called him in and they said, well, your son really shouldn't have hit this kid because he had glasses on. 
Okay, that's what they were worried about. Not so much that he punched him out because he bullied me. But uh, it was more because he had glasses on. You don't hit a kid with glasses. That was kind of a tacit understanding, right? Well, if the kid bullying has glasses, fucking you're going to need a new pair. That's kind of how it rolled back in my day. And my dad basically, you know, looked at the principal and said, he should have been picking on my daughter. And he walked out. And that was the end of it. Let's go. Get in the car. Load up. Done. Did that kid bully again? Fuck no. No, just didn't happen. I mean, now, whew, of course, where does bullying happen, I guess? Locker rooms, hallways, here, there. And the bully oftentimes doesn't really get much punishment at all. And some people will even empathize with a bully. Well, he must be having it tough. Things must be hard, right? Uh, No, no. We weren't breeding Things like the shit that just happened in Nashville. Everybody knows what happened there. And uh, my heart goes out to those parents, obviously. But uh, for whatever the fuck it was that did all that, definitely met the right fate for sure. But now you actually have a group of people out there, believe it or not. And I know you're not hearing it here first, but that are actually feeling sorry for the victim. Yeah. That poor transgenderized. Is that a word? I may have just made that one up. I don't know. But yeah, that poor transgenderized person, isn't that horrible that they were driven to that? Are you fucking kidding me? Shit, no fucking way. I was thinking back and I can only remember we had two little girls go missing and they were at a mall because, of course, we went to the mall. You just went to the mall by yourself. You can go with your parents, you know. That wasn't something they wanted to do with you. You know, they had other things to do, right? So you could go off to the mall, you could roam around, you could do whatever. Well, they ended up missing, right? Of course, they never did find them. Long gone, right? But uh, that person was never caught. But I can guarantee you if they had been, oh, man, somebody probably would have fucking poured Drano down their throat. They would have cut them up into little bitty pieces. (laughs) Nobody would have even cared, right? Because we did something unique back in my day. We put the crazy motherfuckers away. Yeah, we locked them up. Yeah, we didn't do what we do now, which is feel sorry for them. Oh, they're crazy. That's so horrible. Yeah, we didn't do that. No. Back in my day, you were fucking crazy. They locked your ass up. End of story. That was it. You know, now we have a whole bunch of crazy motherfuckers roaming around. They medicate the hell out of them. I mean, that's what they do. Literally, I feel like Any doctor can medicate, you know, really in the truest sense. This is not my opinion, but in the truest sense, right? Shouldn't it be a psychiatrist who writes psychiatric drugs, psychotropics, et cetera, right? It should be. It's not. You can get them anywhere. Because, of course, again, back in my day, they medicated the parent. Now they medicate the kids. You could probably go to the podiatrist, have your toenails fixed or whatever, and say, you know what? My kids have been fucking acting up at home. Could you get me some Adderall, too? Could you do a little something? And they probably write you that shit. I mean, because a lot of these drugs are getting written. Again, they're not by psychiatrists. Anybody and everybody can write them, right? Here, this will fix it. It's not going to fucking fix it. Yeah. Little fuckers need help. But they need help because they've gotten too much coddling. They're too soft. We don't teach kids how to be resilient and really how to be tough. I can even remember this when my kids were in school. Now, again, my kids, they didn't get the kind of upbringing that I got. 
which may be good in some ways, but uh, they could go in the backyard, they could go do stuff or whatever. But I honestly, I didn't let them out in my front yard because, you know, I didn't want somebody to loop around the cul-de-sac and, you know, I didn't want them to disappear because, again, that's the world we live in today, right? Very unfortunate, but true. But my kids kind of missed out on some things. I can remember them relating stories to me about so-and-so got bullied, this and that. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I mean, because the stories, in my opinion, were bullshit, (laughs) by and large. And also by parents that are just coddling the fuck out of them. If you have a high schooler and you're helping them set up their locker. I'm crazy. You're fucking crazy. Something's wrong with you. Not them. Something's wrong with you. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. Parents follow their kids around all over the place. Parents want to be their friend. What the hell? I don't even understand that. I can guarantee you the conversation that I have with my friends, I sure as hell wouldn't have with my kids. Now, are we open? Yeah, to a pretty large degree, but not to every extent. Let's put it that way. Certainly not, because it's just that's on the not quite right trajectory. You know, my kids are older, getting into obviously more the adult phase of life, right? So yeah, you can have different types of talks with your kids, but I'm still not going to be their friend. Are we friendly? Are we friends on some level? Obviously we are, but it's not my good friend. My daughter isn't my good friend. It's not the person I'm palling around with. It's not the person that I'm telling highly personal details to, right? That would be reserved for a very close friend. Yeah, but nowadays, no, not so much. Now, I mean, you have parents, I literally don't even understand this generation. I cannot. I've tried. Even with bourbon on deck. I don't get it. Yeah, stand by. Now, I do wonder where it's all heading. It's hard not to wonder. You know, I think about my upbringing versus my children's upbringing, and I think, Damn, what if one of those little fuckers has kids? I mean, what are they going to do? What kind of universe are you living in? You do have all these school shootings and all these soft targets out there. And we could argue the gun thing until everybody's blue in the face. Forget it. I'm not going to go there because everybody does know where I stand on that. Huge, huge, huge gun proponent. But that's not really the issue. And then if you tell somebody, well, it's the crazy people, they're like, oh, no, 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 that's not it. Eh, Yeah, I beg to fucking differ. That's it. Do you think normal people are walking into a school and shooting it up? Uh, Let's see, secret ballot. No. No. Normal people don't do stuff like that. That's not a normal people thing. You're, what's the word I'm looking for? Fucking crazy. Yeah, you're fucking crazy. That's what crazy people do. So until we start locking up these crazies, incidents like that are going to be more and more. I can't tell you the why of it. I have some ideas, but like that kid in Nashville, right? Totally fucked up. Was under some kind of psychiatric care of some level. Had emotional disturbances. Of course that transgenderized thing did, right? That's a given. But until we start actually doing something about it, Forget that for a minute. Just look at the crime, the crime levels out there. Why? We're not really putting people away, are we? We're just letting them roam around. I mean, just let them run the streets. And then what do you get? More crime, right? It's almost like we're breeding criminals. 
We're certainly breeding a place for them to thrive because if you don't want to put them away, what are they supposed to do? They do what they do, which is kill people, rape people, steal. You know, they do all these things, right? Fuck that. I say go back to my time and lock these fuckers away and stop feeling bad about it and stop thinking you're going to fix everything. You know, Ron White said you can't fix stupid. Well, the reality is there are some levels of crazy that you can't fucking fix. I mean, so stop trying. We need real psychiatrists out there that are actually writing all these bazillions of psychotropics that these kids are on. And then that would actually probably solve a little something. Honestly, I I think medicating the parent back in my day might have been the answer, you know, and just to deal with some of the bullshit. But I remember in teaching so many parents wanting to medicate their kids. And I'm like, it's bullshit. How about you just try some fucking parenting? That might work. (laughs) That's a wacky idea, though, isn't it? Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, but we've given up control to the government, by and large, with our education system. And they have shown time after time that they can fuck up anything. I mean, look around you. Look at what they're doing. They shut down people. They shut down platforms. Fuck, they shut down the whole country. I mean, honestly, when I reflect on that, that's a different level of crazy, right? And that people allowed it to happen. It's mind boggling. I think people are really starting to reflect on that. There was never at any point a reason to shut down the country. None. The numbers don't match anything. Fauci, whoo, holy bullshit, Batman. Yeah. And it just keeps getting deeper and higher, thicker. Yeah, bunch of bullshit out there. But this is what happens when you give up control. You know, when you give up control of very basic things in life, that's kind of where you land. And so we've got to take it back. We've got to take back mental health. You know, we have to now teach kids, stop being pussies. Very plain and simple. Don't be a pussy. It's not a life plan. It's not a strategy to get through it. And psychotropics, do you think they're really meant for everybody? Do you think if your kid is a little hyperactive, they should be on a psychotropic? I would argue no. Now, can good parenting fix it all? Well, no. If your kid's really fucked up and they genuinely need some medication, by all means. But you know what? I would argue the majority of them don't need any of that. They probably need a good old-fashioned ass whooping, and then they might be okay. Yeah. Now, I'm not sanctioning child abuse, so don't misunderstand me. But parents, like, don't even spank anymore. It's like, oh, no, well, we'll just talk to them. Can't fucking negotiate with young children. That's not realistic. Yeah. Sometimes they just need an ass whooping. I mean, it's just how it goes, you know. Maybe start putting housewives back on their heroin. Start writing more Valium. Medicate the parents. Then they'd be able to deal with some of these things. I don't know. (laughs) Is that a solution? Probably not. Yeah, bourbon. I don't know. That might be closer to a solution. The Nashville things, I mean, shit. It's like any situation where children get injured is horrible. It's absolutely horrible. It's despicable. I mean, I'm thankful the person got killed because... Again, I would have fucking cut their eyeballs out with my tweezers. I would have fucking tortured them 50 different ways. It would have been 50 different shades of torture. I'm not bullshitting you. That just wouldn't fly. If somebody hurt one of my kids, it would just be over. There would never be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that they had mental problems. I'm so sorry that they felt that way. You know, they're really the victim. Uh, No, I'd fucking kill them 50 different ways. Yeah. Yeah. 
I might even sleep with body parts. I don't know. Hmm. Eh, that might be a little too stiff, but yeah, you get the idea. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, I think we've got to take it back in the other direction. Now, will I live to see it? Eh, probably not. But I do think we're due for a change. I really do. And I'm hoping it's coming soon. I'm hoping in this next election, people get a little bit wiser to what's going on in the world. It's got to change, right? Things have to change. Meanwhile, I'm going to change out of my uh, black waffle robe into something else and go grab some dinner. So cheers, darling. Join me for my next episode of Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where I vow to keep it real and real interesting.